hot sauce join in soy sauce i think that's what i'm going to call this interview <laughs> i like soy sauce too yeah definitely man uh do you know the do you know the basketball player named hot sauce yeah yeah the and one guy I, yeah yeah i He's get some people every talk about him all right well you know before we get into the fight talk i wanted to ask you about that uh 400 foot home run you hit a few months back that's pretty amazing man to be able to hit that you know because i don't i don't think i see just any regular guy just hit rocking up to the baseball field hitting a home run like that i think it was probably longer than 400 feet man it had to be i don't know it might have been 425 maybe longer i mean it was a bomb <laughs> a long way do you um, play baseball often no not anymore but i played college baseball so um i think a good some people around the UFC know that, but not everybody. But uh, I played baseball kind of my whole life. I, I was always really good at it. So, um, but I haven't swung a bat in I don't know a long, long time. So, uh, I had a couple swings before that, but that was pretty much. Uh, I just asked a friend of mine to take a video. I said, "Hey, I'm going to take five swings. I'm going to try to hit a home run for Instagram. If I don't do it, then oh well." And I walked up first swing, man, and just crushed it <laughs> yeah well, i guess that's that instagram a, power yep instagram power you can do anything for instagram man you can look like a superhero on there man i was just looking back on your career so far with the organization with the ufc uh five almost five years uh you accumulated a six and three record you're surviving in one of the most talent rich divisions can you describe your run so far with the promotion yeah, you know, uh, it's been five years, and I am surviving, yeah. A lot of people only get two fights, and then they're out. Um, you know, Bert Watson used to say it, it's hard to get there, but it's even harder to stay. Um, kind of had some checkered win-loss, win-loss, win in the beginning. Um, lost a few fights, just uh, really close fights. I mean, all, I, I think all three of the losses, uh, they've all kind of come down to just losing one round. I've never really been shut out. Um, so it's not like, uh, you know, I've been smoked in any of the fights. Um, you know, I got into UFC, I was seven and zero, and a lot of these guys are, uh, division one wrestlers, they're jujitsu world champions, they're, uh, kickboxing experience. I'm, I'm not any of that. I'm just a baseball player and a hockey player. And I decided that I wanted to try and continue my athletic career. So I started fighting for fun just because I love competition. And next thing I know, I was in the UFC at 7-0. and So, um, you know, I was still learning, still trying to – it takes a while to develop. So still learning, still developing as a fighter and, you know, the whole process with the training camps and how to balance all that. So uh, – I feel like I'm just really starting to get good and put it all together. Do you feel like not having as many fights, even though, you know, you are older than most of the guys that you're fighting, do you feel like not mm -hmm. having that mileage on you is going to benefit you to further your career, maybe into your 40s? Do you plan on fighting that long? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, you know, having a baby and trying to turn this into, you know, means of income is a little different. So... Um, I definitely like the money and it's, you know, the pay is better with each contract. So I'm definitely just trying to avoid the real world for a little longer, but 
I uh, got a little, almost two year old son and a, a new house and all that. So, um, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say I need to win and I need a win bonus and I need performance bonuses and all that. So, um, you know, but if I can kind of get myself set up for, I'll probably always have to work. Uh, unfortunately, we don't get rich like basketball or baseball or football. Um, if I can get myself set up with, with UFC money, I'll consider that a win. I, I don't see myself fighting it in my forties though, but, uh, I still feel really good. I, you know, I don't think I'm a, you know, I'm 36 now, but I don't have a lot of mileage on me. I'm still, uh, beating up the 20 something year olds in the gym or, or whatever. So uh, as long as I feel good and I'm having fun and making a little money, I'm, I'm okay with it. Let's go to your last performance against Ma Donghyun. I feel like that first round, probably the best round of your career. Do you think so? Best round of your career without getting a finish, though? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, because he didn't hit me or anything. <laughs> that was great. That was a good round. Um, I had a lot of fun. You know, I tried. I had him in a couple, you know, with him missing weight, and I, I know that he would fade sometimes in the fights. So some of the game plan was just to try and hang some weight on him and wear him down, maybe grapple him a little bit early. So after I knocked him down, I kind of chose to engage him on the ground and just try and pin him and make him work. Uh, I think it worked out. He was pretty tired. Uh, he was pretty tired in the second, but, man, he was still throwing some heat, though. That guy, he had a good set of hands. He threw hard, fast, crisp punches. He – uh he hit me hard a couple times, so respect to him. I, I knew he was a really good striker, though, so I was ready. But um, that first round went really well. Uh, my corner kind of asked me to duplicate that round and not go in the pocket, but I didn't do anything they asked me to do. You call for the winner of Guida Miller. You got what you wished for. Has that ever happened to you in your career so far? I don't think so. Um <laughs> Normally they don't really let you do any matchmaking. They uh, they like to handle that all themselves. Um, yeah, you know I was in a tough spot where, you know I'm kind of outside the rankings and it's a delicate balance because nobody in the top 15 wants to fight below. Uh, everybody wants to fight up and move into the rankings or fight another ranked guy, especially if you're a little dangerous. So I knew that I needed another guy that was on the fringe and then. So you're talking about a handful of guys, and then it's all about timing and uh, who's injured or who just fought. And I knew Jimmy or Clay were both in that spot, and with them being on the same card, uh, it was a good chance that the timing would work out. So, um, you know, I called for the winner of that, and they seemed to like it. So, um, you know, just trying to make some moves to get up there towards the rankings or keep climbing. Definitely. So it's safe to say, like, moving on, you know, you keep winning. You're only looking for a big name or a ranked fighter. That's it. Yeah. And I don't really know why, you know, you get paid the same no matter what. No matter who you fight, you could fight all bad guys. But uh, it's really more about myself. I mean, even this fight with him, it's just about proving something to myself. Especially, you know, I've lost a couple fights because of grappling, uh, because of wrestling. So now I'm fighting this guy who can do all that. Uh, you know, his grappling is his best thing and he's submitted all these guys and, uh, you know, one of the best to ever do it. So, uh, it's really more about proving it to myself and wanting to get up there in that top tier of guys. Uh, I didn't really, you know, when I got into the UFC, I didn't really, 
I didn't want to just participate. You know, I wanted to get up there and win and make a career out of it and fight all the best guys. So uh, Jim Miller is a guy that I remember watching uh, when I first started training and didn't even have any amateur fights. I was watching him fight in the UFC. So going to be going to be special sharing the cage with him, but I'm definitely not taking a back seat to him. Heading into this fight mentally, are you do you feel like you're the favorite or do you have the under underdog mind state hitting in? I have the underdog mindset for sure. Um, you know, he's been around forever. So much of the betting and all that is just uh, name recognition. Um, so, you know, everybody knows him. Everybody knows what sort of style he brings. And they're also seeing him, uh, you know, he smoked a couple guys lately. I don't know if he's been to the second round in a while. So, um, you know, we'll see. I would rather be the underdog. I I tend to do better when I'm the underdog. So um, I'm hoping I'm the underdog. I wouldn't see why not. So Yeah, you mentioned that he hasn't been in the second round. I think in his last four fights, either he's been finished or he finishes the fight via submission. Uh, what are your thoughts on his resurgence? Because he at, the, at at one point, he was – I think he lost like four in a row and, and everybody was pretty much giving up on Jim Miller, but now he's back. Yeah. Um, you know, I know he battled that Lyme disease. He's openly talked about it. Uh, it sounds like a hard thing. I don't, I don't know much about it, but, um, you know, obviously to fight through that, it's pretty impressive, but, uh, was it smart at the same time? I don't know. Um, but I can only assume that he feels as good as I do. You know, we're both 36. I still feel really good. Uh, I like to think that I'm a more fresh 36 than he is without, you know, 40-something fights under my belt. Um, and I like to think that, you know, I'm the more spry athlete and uh, a little more gas in the tank. But um, he can still go, man. And I can only assume that he feels as good as I do. I feel great. So I'm expecting it to be an incredible fight. And uh, there's going to be some highlights for sure. Yeah, it seems like he he's a guy that will kind of bring those fight of the nights or performance performance of the night bonus type of fights either way you know what i mean it's either him or the other guy and i think that's what's attractive about this matchup i'm pretty sure you're attracted because you mentioned that you're looking for those bonuses yeah i think so um i feel like i've been shorted on three different bonuses so uh you know i like to you know i need extra money everybody does uh and i feel like you know, with my style, I'm going to take some risks, man. I'm, I'm going to throw big, hard punches. I'm, I'm maybe going to throw some flying stuff. I'm going to throw some spinning stuff. Like I'm going to take some calculated risk. I'm going to put myself in harm's way. Uh, and I'm going to try to knock you out. I'm going to try to hurt you. And I think the fans know that by now. Uh, so I think uh, that's why they know it's going to be an exciting matchup and he throws down too. So, um, you know, Every time I fight, there's going to be some highlights, and this is definitely going to be the same. Your last fight was in August, I believe. So, yep. you know, have you just been training the whole time since then, or did you, you know, take some time off and kind of trained a little bit and then got into a camp? Yeah, I'm always kind of training. I, I try to stay in decent shape. Um, I like to eat junk food, but uh, I always kind of train and work out and stay in good shape. But I tried to fight in December. Uh, the UFC is weird, man. All these fighters, nobody wants to fight during the year, but 
then December rolls around and everybody thinks that they need, they, everybody wants to fight before the end of the year. So there's this big, there's this big bottleneck in December and nobody can get fights. So it pushes everybody back to January and February. So I was at pushing for December and then they said January and then we ended up in mid February in, uh, middle of nowhere, Mexico, New Mexico. <laughs> Yeah. No. You, you know, yeah. Now, uh, you, you, you know, we talked about earlier your career so far. You know, I mean, you've been in close fights, and do you feel like that and and some other factors, uh, kind of hinder you in matchmaking because some guys won't take a fight against you because it's too risky. Uh, I think it could. Yeah. You know, when they most of the time when they call you with a matchup, you you either say yes or you say yes. If you say no, uh, you don't know when you're getting a fight again, well, especially with so many lightweights. You know, there are 100 and something lightweights. You kind of go – if you say no to a matchup, you go to the back of the line, which is, you know, puts 100 guys in front of you again. You you never know. Um, but, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, everybody's looking for the most tactical way to move up the ladder. And I think uh, a guy like myself, you know – there are less risky guys out there to fight. Any changes you've made in this training camp compared to your previous? No, you know, the last last camp and this camp, I've been in Charlotte, North Carolina at Jim O with my longtime coach. I've, I've been kind of back there. I was at the MMA lab in Arizona mm-hmm. uh, for, for five, six years beforehand. But since having the baby, uh, I've been trying to stick closer to home and uh, it's a much smaller camp, but, um, <clears throat> you know, a more focused effort. So I've really worked hard on trying to sure up some of those positions, wrestling and grappling that got me beat in the past and, uh, really, really made some, some good strides on that. So, um, excited to get out there and, and show some of those improvements and, um, you know, obviously feeling in good shape and, you know, not as beat up from camp or anything like that. So, um, be a good show. Jimmo, John Salter, Joe Selecki, those guys, same gym? Yeah, so they come up too. They come up and train about half the time. They've been coming up here pretty they're, – they're newer. We also have uh, Brian Barbarina there has been, been there for a little bit. He, he moved up to Tennessee close to me. Um, then we had a couple other UFC Bellator guys. So uh, starting to build a good crew. The, the coach, Jeff Jimmo, is really good. Kind of likes to fly under the radar. Um, so there's another guy he fought on the contenders. His name's uh, Impa Kasaganai. He's uh, okay. he's from the Congo. He'll be in the UFC real soon. He's a, a, a good guy to watch out for. He's an 85er. Uh, and then one of my training partners, Dylan Kala. He's uh, you know awesome, could be in the UFC too. So uh, really excited about some of the up-and-comers there. And we got some talent. Oh, we got another guy uh, – another guy too that wrestled at edinburgh fights in well he was in bellator um now he's in uh just fought slamenko god i don't know why i can't remember his name all of a sudden uh anyways i don't know why his name slipped my mind but he's, <laughs> he's really big so we don't get to train together too much uh, you know another trend or a trend that's happening in mma nowadays is the moving of weight divisions or fighting in multiple weight classes. Mm. Could you possibly entertain that in the future? Yeah. Uh, 
if they would put like a 60 or a 65 in there, I'd be the first one to sign up. That'd be great. Um, you know, it's, it gets tough to make the weight. I, you know, I try to do it as, as efficiently as possible. Uh, the problem with the 70 pound division is the guys are 200 pound men and six foot. They're just too big. Um, but if they had a 170 pound short guy division, I'd be, the, I'd be in there. I'd sign up for that one. But yeah, it's just hard to tell. It, uh, but I, I think we need some weight classes in between for sure. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I think they need to add at least two more weight classes. 165, yeah. 195, I think that'll be perfect. Yeah. You know, more belts, yeah. it's better for everybody, I think. Yep. Agree with that. One last thing before I let you go, you know, um, the definition of success in combat sports, you know, I like to ask fighters about this. Do you feel mm-hmm. like it's belts? Do you feel like it's money? Or is it legacy for you? Um, God, that's hard to say. Um, I, I think it just depends on that individual, you know, what, you know, what are you happy with? But I think legacy and I think the way you carry yourself and the way you treat people, uh, obviously belts and money and fame and all that. But, you know, you look at guys like Colby Covington and, you know, of course he's done some great things and he's a great fighter, but, uh, you know, he's, he's widely hated in the, in the MMA world. So. Uh, you know, it's just about, you know, it's about yourself really and how you want to carry yourself and what's important to you because that's all that really matters at the end of the day. The fans are, you know, whatever you do there, the fans are probably not going to appreciate it anyway. So, um, your true fans will, but, um, so it's really about what's important to you and, and, you know, when enough is enough. All right. February 15th, UFC on ESPN plus 25. Scott Holzman takes on Jim Miller, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, USA. Thank you, Scott, man, so much for the time. And uh, good luck on the fight and good luck on any everything that you're doing inside and outside the cage. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thank you.